Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton, aired right here on the ever-popular Blog Talk Radio Network. We are so excited to be with you this evening, Tuesday night at 7.30. That spot belongs to this show. We want to welcome everyone to this national show, truly for the entire community. If you are a regular listener, then you already know that we bring an array of topics to the table that are relevant and important. With our featured guests, we aim to offer insight and, oh, so much expertise that hopefully will help shape and impact your life in such a positive manner. Stay connected with the show, and as I always say, please share us with everyone you know. And, of course, thank you, thank you for all of the positive feedback uh, and the reviews that are out there. Thank you so much to everyone. Well, tonight's show will not disappoint. We have an awesome guest, an exclusive one-on-one interview with the renowned, globally celebrated photographer, Miss Simone Green. Everyone knows her work. Uh, she's photographed uh, beautiful people. A lot of them happen to be famous. Of course, she was the in-house photographer for the very well-known recording a studio company known as Death Row Records. And, of course, Miss Green uh, published a critically acclaimed book, best-selling, time served on death row. I am so excited to have Simone Green with us today, tonight, on the show to discuss her passion, her skill, her trade, and also the book. We're going to dig a little bit into her passions and what drives her and what inspires her. I'm so excited about this show. But before we get things kicked off, I do want to remind you that we will have a musical spotlight, a time, a slot this evening, and that belongs to Miss Kazia Alford. Miss Kazia Alford will be sharing some of her awesome music with us from her upcoming album. Stay with us, everyone. It is shout-out corner time, and of course, this is a time where we briefly say hello and express acknowledgement to our loyal listeners and supporters worldwide. First up, I want to say hello to Reverend Tony Boyce and his beautiful wife, Miss Chevelle Boyce, out of Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, Reverend Boyce is the pastor, the lead shepherd over at Mount Emanuel Baptist Church. So hello to the Boyce family and their beautiful two kids, and congratulations on the recent birthday of their son. So thank you for listening and supporting Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. Next up, I want to say hello and send big kudos and acknowledgments to Mr. Mark and Mrs. Denisha Agenor out of Atlanta Metropolitan. Congratulations on the birth of your brand new son, a beautiful and dynamic family. And of course, they already have a beautiful young daughter also. Congratulations and keep shining. 
Last but not least, I want to say hello and send a shout-out up to the nation's capital, Washington, D.C., to Ms. Karen Curtis Perkins. Hello, Karen. Thank you for supporting the show and tuning in, and keep doing all your wonderful initiatives. Keep shining on, young lady. Do you want a shout-out from Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton? Well, simply email the show at letstalkshana at gmail.com. And I promise we'll put your positive great news on the air. We will certainly send kudos your way. Right now, it's time for our words of inspiration for the show. Of course, this is a segment of the show where I briefly share some words of uh, deep thought that have mattered and impacted me personally. Tonight's show's source for the words of inspiration is a gentleman near and dear to my heart, my very own father, Lisco Thomas Jr., who told me my entire life, it's not where you start off in life, but it's where you end. Again, it's not where you start off in life, but where you end. So keep pushing forward, everyone. Shine your bright, your light as bright as possible. And remember, of course, the goal, ultimately. Wonderful motivational words from my very own father, Lisco Thomas, Jr. Speaking of shining bright and living out your dreams, I am so excited to bring on Miss Simone Green. Again, as I said at the top of the segment, this lady is phenomenal. She is celebrated by so many all around. I've heard of her name constantly. And when we had the opportunity to bring her in on a one-on-one exclusive interview, I was so excited, just elated with joy. Before I bring her on, I want to share a little bit about Simone Green. But like many other aspiring young artists of her generation, with a notion of becoming a photographer, Simone English, formerly known as Simone Green, left Detroit for Los Angeles in 1979 after receiving a Bachelor's of Fine Arts degree in photography from the famous Wayne State University. After traveling between L.A. and Detroit for years, Simone settled in L.A. to become the photographer for the very famous and renowned Don Cornelius Productions photographing celebrity guests and dancers who appeared on the ever-popular Soul Train television show. By the early 1980s, Simone was a professional portrait photographer. Her clientele included many celebrities, including Muhammad Ali, Sugar Ray Leonard, Barry White, Luther Vandross, The Dramatics, The Temptations, Gerald Levert, Stevie Wonder, and a countless list that can go on and on. Simone is recognized for her keen eye and her ability to manipulate light to add depth and perspective to her beautiful subjects. You know, Miss Simone Green is, again, a phenomenal, gracious woman, but a very talented photographer. And I, of course, am so excited to have her with us today. We're going to talk about everything, of course, uh, her skills of photography, but also her book, Time Served on Death Row, the ever-popular book. We're going to dig into that also, so maybe she'll be able to share some information on some of the phenomenal, famous figures she photographed for the uh, record label. All right, we're ready to bring her in. Hello, Simone Green. Welcome to Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. How are you today? I am doing marvelous, girly. Oh, thank you for joining us. And we are just uh, thrilled. I keep saying that throughout this entire show because you come so highly recommended. You're celebrated by so many people. You've known so many public figures that have impacted our society. And I'm just looking forward to this conversation, getting to know you, and really how your photography speaks to the world. 
You know, Simone, and I've got to ask this because you're a professional photographer. You're trained. You, you're educated at it. You're a skilled photographer. It's not a hobby or you're not an amateur photographer. You know, what can photography itself tell us about ourselves? We talked about the realness. What else does it say about us per se and our makeup of society? is a way of allowing our memories to live on. Okay. And from, okay, for example, if I'm not here, let's just say later this week I just kill and kick the bucket. My fiancé and my family will be able to go through my work and say, and it will express and you can see what it is about Simone that she put into it. Oh, yeah. um, as a photographer, your art your eyes, it all plays a factor into what the image is going to be and the feeling that you'll get from the image. Mm. So it's a moment in time captured forever, if you will. Exactly. It, it, it's going to always be there. Whatever picture I took of the dramatics, John Bates will never be forgotten. Yes, that's right. And, you know, I've got to say this. Because I, I'm not a photographer, but, of course, I love looking at images of talented and gifted individuals like yourself. And I tease my friends often because I say, you know, that picture's taken now when your hair is dark or it's blonde or whatever it is as we're young. But as we age, of course, most of us gray. And when you look back saying, I was 25 years old, my hair was jet black. But then 30, 40 years later, it's not. But it's a moment in time that's forever there. That's right. It's mm. forever there, and no one can change that. That's right. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Okay, now, you've talked about a lot of people that you had interactions with, that you had the opportunity to photograph, lots of them, okay? But I have to know this, because this is a big question for someone of your caliber and your status. Who has been the most fascinating person or public figure, and they may not be famous at all, maybe it's someone that was walking along the streets, who's the most fascinating person you've ever photographed? And I know that's a hard, tough question for most individuals, but tell me. There's a couple. Okay. <laughs> One is Snoop Dogg. Oh, wow. I love Snoop Dogg. I mean, because when you photograph Snoop, especially if you allow him to be himself, yes. and the shadows project off the walls or wherever you have him, you see a different Snoop. Wow. I have different stages of Snoop that I photographed him, and um, and I know that I did a show in Atlanta called All Eyes Don't Meet at the Ori Baggin Gallery. Wow. And it was like 20 photographers. Okay. The name of the show was All Eyes on Me, and Miss um, Leibowitz was in it. It was a few guys from New York, but only two photographers showed up out of 20, me and this guy from New York. And it was really All Eyes on Me. Now, the second person that I photographed that I really – love taking pictures of is Tupac Shakur. Okay. He's another one that he puts his character into the image. Wow. And I only have a few shots of him, but those shots I have 
I have kept real close to me, and yeah. I haven't put them out there for the world to see. Okay. Because I'm waiting for the right opportunity because he, they kind of, they put everything out there about Tupac. Yes. Some of the stuff we need to save until we get older. Okay. We can appreciate it because Tupac was a genius, and he he was so literal. His, his, he, he, he never had fun without a book in his back. He was always reading. And this is what young people really don't know about Tupac. They think, oh, he was this man sad, he had a red time. Okay. They really don't know him. Wow. That was one of the things. And um, the picture that I missed all of all was John F. K. Jr. I thought he was a handsome man. Yeah. And I had the opportunity to take pictures of him. But he got so scared, he, he kind of just away from me. Oh, wow. He was the one that got away. Okay, okay. You know, so, but yeah, Tupac and Snoop were, um, I see, I had known Snoop. His father was my mailman. Oh, wow. So, I watched him kind of grow. You know, he, he, Snoop was stuck in the 80s. He loved the dramatic. He loved, he loved blue, the Carol Melvin and the blue. He loved anything that was from back in the day. Okay. And, so that's how we, you know, we got the dramatic to Um And when I say we, my ex-husband was Tony Green, the bass player from the dramatic. Oh, yeah. And we yes. to be with George Clinton. Yes. He did a lot of stuff, and he was the bass player at Death Row Records also. And wow. he was a writer and a producer. He uh, he brought in the, um, some vocalists. I brought in Val Young and Nancy Fletcher, those people into Death Row Records. So we kind of did a, we had a large part at Death Row Records once we got in there. Well, speaking of Death Row Records, and of course, it uh, very popular uh, name will always remain, certainly with a segment of time, for modern pop culture. You have a book that's critically acclaimed. It's uh, it's a top seller, and it's time served on Death Row. Now, I've got to know more about this book because it's a fascinating book. Tell me more about the book and really what drove you to write this ever-popular book, Simone. Well... The first thing is I was the chief photographer at Death Row Records. Yes. I got a job at Death Row Records without my portfolio ever being seen. Oh, wow. Not knowing if I could take pictures or not. All I knew is that I used to be a photographer at Motown, and I only, they sent me out on jobs. I was there when uh, um, Gerald Busby was at Motown. Oh, wow. Uh, if you were familiar with Gerald, yes. but he was the man in charge over there, and that's when Boys the Men were there. Yes. We had a lot of different artists over there. And um, that's all that Shug knew about me. Okay. But Shug also remembered me. When he was a young boy, he used to work at Solar Records. Oh. And I, he was like a little gopher. Okay. And I was a photographer at yes. the time, but I was just starting out. So we were all just starting out in the industry. And I got a feeling that Somewhere deep back in the back of his head, he remembers that. Yes. Regardless to whatever, because the way he came at me, it was like, I need to talk to you. I need you to work for me. And I ended up becoming his photographer, but it was the way he did it. He had me come to a meeting, and the next thing I knew, I was the chief photographer. That's no better. Wow. I was told I was the chief photographer. That's <laughs> along with everybody else being told that I was the chief photographer. <laughs> I didn't know any 
anything about the record label uh, other than I knew that this was on the record label and okay. I liked Dr. Dre. Okay. That was it. And is, so, the book, uh, is the book mostly about, I'm assuming, because about your time with Death Row Records? Well, the book is really about the beginning, how, okay, how I... I got to Death Row Records yes. coming from Detroit, graduating from Wayne State. Yes. And my life, to me, was like time served on Death Row. Okay. So with Death Row, being at Death Row Records, that kind of brought it to a circle. So me leaving Detroit and going to California and getting a job with Death Row Records, that don't happen every day for people. Yes. You no. know, I know. I had been out there three times before, and I... Could not get on the way I wanted to get on, but I was deciding, I had decided that this time I was going to do it because I'm going to, I'm going to Los Angeles and now I got credentials with a photography that's going to make, a, make me have everything I need to be at death row or anywhere else. Wow. So, um. I, I got to California, and I, it was so funny how I got the job with Death Row. You have to get the book because it's really interesting and in how I managed to be one of the women at Death Row. A lot of people did not get out of Death Row alive. It's only a handful of us oh, wow. that can tell that story. Interesting. That got out alive. Hmm. So it sounds like a very unique or special situation, if you will. Yes, it's very unique, it's very special, and it's very informative because our kids are so twisted today with this music thing Yes, that they don't know, even though he's Suge Knight and he's Tupac and he's Snoop, if you don't know how to stay up all night and work, 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 you'll never get there. Wow. Because it takes a lot of long hours, a lot of work. It's a lot of work, honey, to get $287 million in your bank account. Mm. That's a lot of work. So if, if, if your book could tell us anything in a nutshell, one, it's a reflection or it's the story of a dynamic life of Simone Green. And also it really echoes of the work ethic, the tireless, continuous work ethic one has to have to make it in the industry, such as yourself or the other public figures you've had the opportunity to work with, right? Right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Wow. And it sounds yeah. like a book that may benefit a lot of teenagers or young individuals. It will. And it, 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 it will benefit young teenagers, male or female, and really um, the female because it's coming from a woman who is in a man's world. Yes. So it, it, it's what will you accept? And a lot of times we as women might not be on the right path of what we expect yes. and what kind of respect. We demand, and that's what I demanded was my respect. If it was regardless to an ex-husband, ex-boss, or, or whoever, wow. I'm going to get my respect that's due to me, regardless. A woman, and I'm not going to downplay myself to get it. Yes, and I want to tag this, a woman that 
demanded or requested, if you will, dignity and lived her life to that. Simone Green, we love you here at Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. But quickly, before we get out of here, I've got to know something. If someone found a photograph of you in a time capsule 100 years from now, what photograph would it be and what would you hope that photograph could say about you? Very quickly as we wrap up. Um, that photograph would be, wow, that's, that's one out of one. There's a few <laughs> photographs of me out there. And two, the photograph would probably be one of my um, shots where I'm looking cute myself, you know. <laughs> and, uh, one of, and I would want them to say, wow, she, she, she looks like a lady yes. in this picture. And she comes across as a real photographer and a lady at the same time. Spoken as a beautiful, dynamic, and confident photographer, lady, and also an, uh, I'm already going to say it, a, a best-selling, because that's what it is, an author on so many levels. Simone, tell our listeners how they can learn more about you or get a hold of that wonderful book of yours. Um, the book, you can get the book at uh, Amazon on the time serve my days and nights on Death Row Records. If you want to come and check out my studio, I'm in Baltimore, Maryland. That number is 410-281-0081. And, or you can pick up the book at time serve my days and nights on Death Row Records. Time serve my days and nights on Death Row Records.com. Um, I have a Facebook page. Simone Green English. Check me out. Thank you for listening and look forward to talking to you guys again. Thank you. Keep shining, Simone. All right, everyone, we've got to get out of here, but join us next Tuesday evening at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time again. Before we get out of here, we're going to put the musical spotlight on Miss Kazia Alford. Miss Kazia Alford is a phenomenal gospel recording artist out of Atlanta, Georgia. The song is You Are God Alone. You Are God Alone off of her hot new album, Soul Music. Soul music. Enjoy the music, everyone, and enjoy your week. Oh, God and God alone. No one else can take your place. You are God and God alone. No one else can take your place. You are God. God alone, there is no one that can take.